0: Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Neil Howard, here on Health Professional Radio. Glad that you could join us again. Going to be speaking with Mr. Rich Kruger. He's joining us here from Hospital IQ to talk about Hospital IQ's operations management software that uses AI to anticipate and direct actions in surgeries. Welcome to Health Professional Radio. Rich Kruger, thanks for joining.
1: Thanks for having us, Neil.
0: Tell us a little bit about yourself, what it is that you do, what it is that you love about what you do there at Hospital IQ.
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, so my background—I've been, for lack of a better term, a a software executive or entrepreneur for uh, effectively my entire career. So I I started off in uh, cloud computing and um, was in several very successful cloud computing companies. The most recent company was a company called Dynamic Ops, which uh, was acquired by VMware in 2012, and it's a good chunk of VMware's management suite now. And um, you know they they that's in almost every That software now is using, you know, a number of probably, you know, thousands of customers worldwide. Uh, but one of the things I also have a keen interest in is, um, is taking software and kind of, you know, solving sort of more, more, uh, more problems that are more society focused, like broader focused. And I also have an operations background. I, I worked in manufacturing and been in operations for many years. And after, um, After a while, I started studying, like, where I can apply this to kind of help uh, better improve society, and one of the things I noticed was in healthcare, there's a lot of operational inefficiency, and a lot of principles that have been used with uh, improving uh, non-hospital operations actually have been proven to apply in healthcare. There's a lot of academics and consultants that have proven these models out, but no one had made it into a a software platform or capability that allows you to deploy this at every health system around the world. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I discovered is there's so much waste operationally in how health systems run. And it's very frustrating to the frontline workers and the caregivers and the doctors because they can't spend the time they want serving patients. And so we set out to build a company that could reduce that waste so the doctors and the nurses and all the healthcare providers could better serve patients and improve access. So that's sort of the genesis of the company. And it's been very exciting what we've, we've built over the last you know, seven years.
0: No, I think uh, I mentioned that your platform was offering more streamlined uh, surgeries. That, that's not uh, not accurate. It's actually your software platform enables health systems to achieve and sustain peak operational performance. Talk about this technology and how it's implemented to uh, achieve this level of optimization.
1: Sure, and we do have products that that work within with that help improve sur- surgeries and mm-hmm. and help folks doing surgeries. But if you think about a health system. You've got clinics, you've got people that basically, you know, go to the doctor and come home for the day. You have people that have surgeries, you have people that come to the emergency department and get admitted, and then they get discharged. So there's many different ways people end up into a health system of some sort. And what our system does is we predict um, where people are coming from, and then we help. So for instance, we can predict in a health system How many people are going to be in the hospital for the next two weeks? Very accurately. We can say you're going to have 20 patients in your ICU unit, uh, a week from today at three o'clock in the afternoon. And we're able to do that very accurately. Or on the surgical side, we're able to tell somebody very accurately, you're going to have 12 surgeries this afternoon and this is going to be the mix of the surgeries and here's what you're, here's what's required to go do those surgeries. Um, and, and so then we're able to take all that information And we're able to put that information into the hands of the frontline workers so the nurses, the schedulers, the doctors can actually make better better decisions today so they're able to best use their capacity to serve more patients because now that they know what's coming and they know what they do today and how it affects tomorrow, they're able to um, better plan their day today in, in a way that, one's better tomorrow. Let me give you an example. Great. For instance, I can go tell a health system that uh you're going to have a full ICU three days from now, and because of that, you're going to have uh, a problem in your emergency department getting patients into beds that need to get admitted. So we're able to take that information, and then we're able to tell the folks who ICU that hey. They don't need to know they're going to have a problem in three days from now, but what we do need is they need to move patients out. And we can tell them exactly which patients they need to focus on, on discharging and who are the ones that can, they can move out of that unit to free up that capacity. So in three days, they're not holding patients in the emergency department.
0: What sources does the AI use in order to make these determinations?
1: Yeah, so this, it's it's a multitude of sources, so we use um, a lot of the information from the electronic medical record system, mm-hmm. which is typically Epic or Cerner or Allscripts. So we're taking the surgical schedule information, we're taking uh, admission patterns and historical information from the health system, but we're also taking external data as well, such as weather patterns. Um, for instance, a snow, you know, if it snows in New England in the Boston area, You still have surgeries that day. If it snows in Dallas, all the surgeries get canceled. So we take external information such as weather, sporting events, and multitude other data sources, and we put all that together to build a picture of what's happening and what's going to happen.
0: The pandemic has revealed quite a bit to us as far as some disparities, some gaps, as it were, in efficiencies in the healthcare uh, industry. Post-pandemic, talk about the importance of streamlining operations as we uh, try to get back to some semblance, or maybe we don't need to get back to anything close to what we had prior uh, to the pandemic. Maybe it all needs to be much, much better.
1: Actually, I think the pandemic shined a light on the lack, uh, on the need for better tools, for health systems to better manage, you know, anticipate their demand and better manage their capacity, mm-hmm. um, and so actually we're seeing uh, from the pandemic, a lot of health systems more engaged with hospital I Q than ever. But what and and what but what I will say is I actually think the health systems and I'm very sympathetic to them. They're handicapped because no one has you know before we were around, they didn't have tools that were readily available. If they didn't build tools themselves, they couldn't better they, they didn't have anything to go manage that capacity and to anticipate that future. So they're sort of flying blind, but no one gave them tools to fly blind on, on, on some of these things. So they're doing the best they can with the tools they've been given. But obviously the pandemic has shown the need for better predictive tools. And with those predictive tools, better direction to frontline workers on what they need to do to better serve patients today as well as ensure they have a better tomorrow.
0: What separates Hospital IQ from from other companies that are, you know, trying to improve operations, trying to foster efficiency?
1: Yeah, I think the, the 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 key thing is the predictive nature. So what most folks are doing is they're looking at what happens today, and they're saying, "Here's what's happening today." But once it's already happening, it's almost too late. Now you're reacting. Mm-hmm. What Hospital IQ is doing is we're telling them what's going to happen tomorrow, the next day, the day after that, and what they can do today so when tomorrow or the next day happens, they're not reacting to things. They're out in front of it and able to plan for it.
0: Give us a website where we can learn more. And um, if there are any other thoughts that you'd like to add, please do so.
1: Yeah, so um, our website's www.hospiq.com. So H-O-S-P-I-Q. Dot com And um, I would just, you know, what I'd like to add is I just think this is a very exciting project and, and, and company for us to go build because there's nothing, you know, even during the pandemic that you mentioned, there's nothing more rewarding. when We have a chief nursing officer or chief medical officer saying, hey, without Hospital IQ, we could not have been able to serve these patients. And we would have just, we would have, you know, we, we would have really had some health and safety issues with our patients. So it's just been very rewarding that we've been able to allow these, these heroes and these frontline workers really spend more time serving patients versus trying to figure out where they need to go spend their time.
0: Rich, I appreciate you joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you,
0: Neil. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Rich Krueger, co-founder and CEO of Hospital IQ. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.